Hey, everybody. Welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast, where every Wednesday, we bring you fast-paced, powerful 15 or so minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends and all things tech for the professional salon industry. And I'm going to talk about tech today. Yay. Um, But before I get started, a reminder that on Sundays, you can find me hosting BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty podcast, featuring brilliant guests sharing their best advice on building sustainable successful and satisfying careers. So let's get started. Actually, before I get started, let me add that um, leave a review. I haven't had a review in a bit. I bump into people everywhere, including at most of the, all the events I go to. I'm, I constantly am running to, to people who listen to the podcast, professionals, I should say. And um, I appreciate that so much, but know that reviews help others to find the podcast and it's a great way to pay it forward. So um, yeah, if you get in the mood, leave a rating and or review. So again, I've been speaking a lot about the, what I consider the transformative power of artificial intelligence and and what it means for this industry. And most recently, I've been thinking a lot about this role in education in the future. A lot of this AI talk reminds me of conversations I was having in the industry going back 13, 14 years ago about social media. It's a really interesting kind of metaphorical thing, I guess, um, in, in terms of how we think. And for me, um, again, there was a lot of pushback. And so like we're having today, again, pushback, um, I, I find it, I guess, fascinating. Most recently, I spoke to the attendees of uh, the Paul Mitchell, the school's annual owner and educator summit, really great event um, in Los Angeles. I was beyond excited to be able to present to the audience and uh, was really excited about the response to the presentation. So thanks to everybody who was there and thanks for all the, the great comments. And, and in side conversations afterwards, the excitement by so many as to what artificial intelligence could mean to schools, could mean to educators. One of the um, slides I presented was a study that was done a few years ago, I think three or four years ago, right before the pandemic. And um, it said that about 22% of teachers on average across all industries, those who teach professionally, about 22% of their time is spent not teaching bureaucratic work, things that, you know, great, whether it's grading, record keeping, you know, all the kind of bureaucratic stuff that must be done. And of course, one of the big questions to consider, you know, will technology assist with that? Well, having been around the industry for a long time and watching the evolution of technology, there's no question that it has already done that. The big question in front of us is, can it take us even farther? And that's, that's exciting. I, I do want to say, um, um, before I jump into kind of an AI update, maybe an apology, because I feel like I've been distracted uh, on the podcast talking a lot about the, the crazy mis- misinformation I, I feel like is coming out of certain coaches. And um, I'm not going to talk about that today, except to say... It's a lot of bad information, a lot of misinformation, a lot of what I consider to be marketing shenanigans. So look what we're doing. Um, When you dig deeper, not that much. But anyway, um, I'm going to push that out of my mind. I will continue to say, may the buyer beware. Do your homework, check out resumes, dig dig deep. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, be careful. All right. So AI, lots of changes. So a lot of changes are happening. And I'm going to start, I guess, with a reaction to an Instagram post that I just saw. And it's been floating around about us. It's kind of a meme. I just saw it um, on one of the media pages. And it says, um, it's, it's a funny little video, but the, the caption on the video says, thank the Lord being a hairstylist is not replaceable by AI. And of course, a lot of people jump on, yay, you know, we're not replaceable. Um, it's fun. It's funny. Um, but the quote that I often share in 
programs that I do about AI, and it's one that's going around, it's been around so much, I'm not even sure who to attribute it to anymore. But the quote is, you don't need to worry about AI replacing you, you need to worry about someone who knows how to use AI replacing you. Um, and, and again, going back to the, the idea of social media and how we once thought about it, I'm going to kind of change the words on that quote. And what if someone was to say, you don't need to worry about social media replacing you? Of, of course not. We never really thought that. Although some educators thought it, I, I will say that. So let me say that one more time. You don't need to worry about social media replacing you. You need to worry about someone who knows how to use social media replacing you. Well, looking back over time, um, there's plenty of examples where that kind of happened. And what I mean by that is competition, right? Competition is fierce in this industry. And there's some people who really wrapped their arms around social media, leveraged it, learned it first, of course, leveraged it, used it to their advantage, used it competitively. And, you know, it did some damage in the competitive space. And, and that's what we mean when we even talk about AI saying, you don't need to worry about it replacing you. I, I, I'm not predicting anytime soon that robots are going to be doing hair. But in terms of being smart about how you do your business, um, can you be quote unquote replaced, um, outworked, you know, kind of maybe put in a more difficult place because someone who knows how to use AI is using it to, again, strongly compete? You know, that's something to consider. So um, like anything, you know, things take time. Social media took a long time. Um, before people really, really took it seriously. And again, going back to AI, there's a lot of hairdressers I'm bumping into who are using AI today to create social media posts, to create captions for their posts, to write blog posts. I've had some uh, tell me they're using it to um, rewrite the copy on their websites. And um, they are in definitely early adopter crowd and always in innovation. There's those early adopters that like, I love to watch. But um, yeah, I think, um, you know, adoption of AI effectively today in business is a really fascinating idea and, and folks are already doing it. All right. So I have been deep in the weeds of AI for close to a year now. And again, I say with great confidence, it is absolutely going to impact the industry. And I, I want to put it in the context of being behind the chair in the coming years. Um, Again, social media took a ways to mature. AI is going to take time as well, but it's happening way, way faster. If it took us 10 years to kind of for social to really, really, truly mature, it's going to happen probably twice as fast, maybe three times as fast. So I would say pay attention to what's happening in the, in the industry. Pay attention to the conversations about AI, specifically as it relates to boosting productivity, boosting marketing efforts, boosting anything and everything to be competitive. I could not help myself, but ask AI after I saw that quote, you know, I just, I went to ChatGPT and I said, what would you say to a hairdresser who thinks AI will not impact their career? And this is what AI said. I'm reading this off my, my app on my phone. ChatGPT said, I love this. I'd say, I, I love the, how it speaks, um, partially because of how I talk to it all the time, but it said, I'd say, while AI might not replace the artistry and human touch of a hairdresser, it could aid in aspects like appointment scheduling. P.S. It already is. That's, that's me, not AI talking. Back to AI. Customer preferences, trend forecasting, and virtual hairstyling simulations in the near future. Embracing technology can enhance your services and customer experience. End quote. Interesting. And um, I love that it has an opinion about these things. 
All right. So in terms of further updates, what's what's happening? So did you know that ChatGPT can now see, hear, and speak? Oh my gosh, I'm crazy excited. I took Cody on a walk a little bit ago and had a whole full-on conversation with ChatGPT. And again, there's efficiency in that because some of the research I'm doing, some of the things I'm working on, you know, when I'm out and about, you know, I'm not doing those things. But if my brain goes there and I have the ability to have a conversation with ChatGPT and and learn something new, find some insights that I'm looking for, how efficient is that? And really important to say is that when you're talking to ChatGPT, it's typing it all up in your notes as well. So you you have it as actually a piece of content that is saved within the platform. And that's really cool. Um, I got a blog post from ChatGPT today. Um, and it says, quote, we are beginning to roll out new voice and image capabilities in ChatGPT. They offer a new, more intuitive type of interface by allowing you to have a voice conversation or show ChatGPT what you're talking about. All right, uh, I'm going to keep reading this because it's pretty darn cool. And I have tried it out and my mind is blown. Snap a picture of a landmark while traveling and have a live conversation about what's interesting about it. I'll jump back in here and say, you can take a picture and you can upload it into ChatGPT and you could ask questions about the picture. What is it as an example? And it has the ability to respond. Just like humans, you know, it is imperfect. You don't always get the exact right answer. Um, but the same is true of Google. The same is true of my mom. Back to the blog post. When you're at home, snap pictures of your fridge and pantry to figure out what's for dinner and ask follow-up questions for a step-by-step -step recipe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Back to the blog post. After dinner, help your child with a math problem by taking a photo, circling the problem set, and having it, ChatGPT, share hints with both of you. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um, and, and just the idea that we can have conversations with it, I think is really, really powerful for it as a tool. Another thought uh, based on really kind of news that's happening right now, and that's AI and its progression as it relates to, to VR, you know, uh, AR and mixed reality. And, and thinking about those things, how they're going to be used in training or even in our day-to-day -day lives. You know, there's been updates very recently on smart glasses, and they've been around for a bit, but they're just getting smarter and smarter and easier to use. And, you know, they have mixed reviews, but those who are deep in the technology see, you know, something really important coming, especially with the big launch of the Apple Vision that, that will happen after the first of the year and just a lot of serious innovation going on in that space. Um, if, if you watch, you know, um, the news or, or these days, I'm not watching much news, but I, I do watch the morning show on Apple. And, and in there, you know, they really make apparent how important it is um, to have these um, directors and assistants who are kind of speaking into the ear or earpieces, you know, um, with um, the team speaking to the anchor, feeding them information on the fly because things are changing or, you know, perhaps it's a complicated guess and they're getting questions or research to respond to things. It's really kind of interesting that you've got this kind of team approach that we as consumers of information don't always realize is happening. So it's really, really fascinating. Well, think about that idea, um, especially with smart glasses and where smart glasses are going, because the big idea, you know, around the, the glasses technology is when, when technology gets to the point where, you know, we can wear these glasses, they don't look weird, they're not super heavy, but they're like glasses, but they've got the ability to pull in information, to, to talk to us, to show us things. So think about that. You know, what if behind the chair, 
wearing your glasses that just look cool, not your glasses that are thought to be AR or VR, any of that sort of stuff. Um, just look like glasses because that is coming very quickly. But you could tap in the information by way of your glasses while you're having a conversation with the client. Perhaps you can pull up client records, you know, on the fly without going to, to a computer or anywhere else in the salon. Um, you want information about the client's dog's birthday because you have that stuff stored. Perhaps you have a photo of their last cut, which you should have in your, in your records, but you can pull it right up into your field of vision while you're talking to the client. The client doesn't even realize what you're doing it or what you're doing. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I'm stammering. Um, WTF, you know, it, it is coming and it's coming fast and it, it's, you know, a way of thinking about technology that I don't think we've really had the ability to do until we start to see these tools. Last, I'll talk about Dolly 3. Um, wow, you know, image generation, crazy outstanding. I mean, it is it, the speed of, of the evolution of the platform is beyond impressive. It, it's, it's like mind blowing. It's like startling. If you're paying close attention to me, you know, I have a free e-newsletter, socialbeautymakers.com. My most recent one, I kind of showed um, the dolly two and a dolly three and I, I use the same prompt and it's light years ahead when you get into three um if you go to my instagram you'll see um, the first photo that i did with dolly three which was um, simply me prompting it with a really simple one i just said give me an image that is photo style of a mixed breed beagle rat terrier sharing a latte because you know i love my coffee sharing a latte with a torty cat both of them dressed as superheroes Go to my Instagram, Gordon M, G-O-R-D-N-M. Take a look at that photo. Right up top, you'll see it. You know, you can't miss it. <laughs> it's a superhero, uh, kind of a Batman dog and a, and a Wonder Woman's superwoman cat sharing a latte. It's fun. And the quality of the image is insane. I didn't ask for it to regenerate. I didn't make any adjustments, you know, to the words. It just, boom, done, brilliant, and powerful. Now, really important to say is that you have to upgrade to chat GBT4 in order to get all these cool things that are now available. I, I can also like upload financial documents. I can upload Excel documents and ask it to now analyze, give me feedback. I've done a couple of those so far. You can um, put in PDFs with words and ask it to give you synopsis and and, and um, you know feedback i mean it has grown so quickly um it, it really is amazing um should we be afraid of some of this stuff absolutely there's all kinds of things we should be afraid of that's why we have government and that's why we have people whose job it is to hopefully put laws in place to protect us but that doesn't mean um, that as the world is evolving we shouldn't avail ourselves in a good way you know to these really really important tools but know that you need to upgrade to chat gpt4 um, it is the gateway to all these new tools. Um, it's 20 bucks a month. It is well, well worth it. All right. So how about a time? <laughs> it's a last minute recording. And so I apologize for that. I'm kind of racing, but I am out of time. And I uh, want to say thank you again for being here. If you like what you heard today, I encourage you to visit socialbeautymakers.com and do sign up for that free e-newsletter for more content. Um, it comes out every Monday morning. I share things that I find across the web, online videos, um, things to read. It's very short form, easy. Just click on a link to find good stuff. And uh, yeah, it seems to be quite, pretty darn popular. And uh, people are opening the emails in really high rates, which makes me so happy. So uh, check it out if you get time. And remember to check out Beautycast Network's Mastering Beauty Podcast. 
um, my weekly conversation with some brilliant guests. So um, yeah, that's it. Apologies for racing, stumbling a little bit over my words. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I, I just can't say thank you enough. Lastly, I'm Gordon Miller, and I cannot wait to share more with you next time.